Well, hello there. You are listening to Jelly and Bean. This is a show where we talk about all manner of geek topics, tech, movies, TV shows, games and more. It's hosted by none other than Brandon Maines, an unlikely hero from the distant lands of the United States, and myself, Jelly, a.k.a. Daniel Farrelly, an Apple fanboy with a heart of gold. Today is the 29th of March, 2013. It's Easter Friday, and this is episode 18. Happy Easter, Bean. Happy Easter, Jelly. Uh... Have you got any plans for this uh, for this long weekend ahead of you? I, I think the only plan is to do nothing. <laughs> that sounds like an excellent plan. We have uh, we have guests. Uh, to, well, we have a guest. We've got uh, my brother-in-law has is coming to uh, to visit, and also we have somebody moving into our house this weekend. So it's going to be fun, 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 fun. You guys have a lot of things on them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like you don't realize this is supposed to be like a holiday week. You're not supposed to do anything. Wait, you're not supposed to do anything on holidays? No. I, I think I've been doing holidays wrong like my entire life then. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's let's get into uh, in today's into today's stuff, shall we? Uh, yeah. Why don't we jump into some follow-up? All right. Um, so uh, there was an article that came out um, on All Things D, which like everything, we'll throw into the show notes, uh, that discuss some other reasons why Google may have shut down Google Reader, other than the fact that it, you know, wasn't really making any money, so there's no point to, to, to uh, you know, right. put any money towards it. But that one of the things Google's had to do um, recently, and probably rightly so, is that they have, you know, every product, you know, every team has a you know, has to have like privacy experts and lawyers involved just because they've had so many issues with, with that kind of thing, you know, like with the picking up, uh, what was it? Picking up like Wi-Fi stuff as they drove around in the Google car. And yeah, yeah, I remember all, that. You know, yeah. So, you know, they've had all sorts of privacy, privacy issues and they, they, of course, want to make sure nothing like that happens again. You know, so anything that gets done has to kind of be vetted by these people, which means that even a product like Google Reader, which doesn't really have anything, you know, super personal. Well, I guess it depends on what it is you're, you're subscribing to, but, you know, generally probably nothing too personal. It, it's still, they don't, they don't want to have any issues. Sure. So rather, rather than have a product that they don't really support, have an issue, they'd rather just say, let's just get rid of it, not worry about it at all, and make sure everyone's focused on something else. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, uh, this, this kind of means that, uh, there was probably more to the to the decision than just oh it's not making us money, uh, you know because because obviously the privacy thing is very important for them. But that being said, uh, you know the, I, I would say that it's a fair assumption to say that the the major reason that they they did it was because it's not making them any money, and right. and you know the the, the pri- privacy stuff is is just kind of a side issue because it's not like they don't already have a huge amount of of data with things like uh gmail and and uh even even your search these days uh you know they, they collect all all manner of, of of uh data about you well that's why i make sure before i search anything terrible i sign in as you and then do the search so no problems yeah well see the thing is is when i want to search anything terrible uh i sign in as you so I think we're a wacky world. (laughs) So, look, I I think that this, I mean, it's, it, it, uh, this seems like it's something that Google is like, is saying to kind of uh, suggest that it's, that they're not going to, uh, to be bringing it back anytime soon. And let's, uh, like, let's be honest, I think that's 
that's perfectly fine. At this stage, if they turned around and said, "Well, actually, we're gonna we're gonna keep it," they would end up, uh, you know, they wouldn't end up with like all the users that they had before because a lot of them have been moving on, uh, finding new places. At least the ones that know that Google Reader is shutting down and have somewhere to go. Uh, right. It's you know they've shown notices and stuff like that on the on like in the app itself, and it means that. You know, they they are the, the users are moving on. Uh, the users are finding new things, uh, going to new places. There is uh, there is a huge amount of of uh, existing f- services out there. Uh, I think there was like six or seven different ones that we list listed last time, uh, and there was ones that we didn't uh, we didn't get to. Plus, uh, a lot of the services that you know used Google Reader as their back end uh, syncing service are now putting together their own. Uh, own services as well so that you can right. continue to use them. So at this stage, it would be silly for them to to kind of backtrack on that. Uh, but it, it seems like they're, they're just all that, you know, they're doing at this stage is just really just making excuses for why they did it. Yeah. So, I yeah, I, I don't think that that's going to, like, I don't think that it'll be coming back anytime soon. Which is sad, but, you know, we'll, we'll make do we'll make do with what, what else we can find. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, it, like, they, they not long ago, not not long ago, just after they, uh, you know, announced that you, uh, Reader was shutting down, they announced a new uh, service that they've, they're going to be providing called uh, Keep, I think it is. And it's like, it's kind of like Evernote, uh, which is like a note, like a note storage uh application it works in combination with google drive and it's uh you know it's 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 designed to for you to store all your notes and that sort of thing um you know it's it seems odd that uh you know that this is something that they're going to be pursuing when that is clearly a bigger privacy <laughs> issue than google reader could have ever been uh sure. really and uh like and uh, it's with with reader shutting down, a lot of people have kind of been a bit felt a bit burned by Google. I think because uh, I've I've seen quite a bit of news around where, like uh, just after this keep announcement, uh, saying you know oh you know t- trust your notes to a certain you know a, a company that shuts down services after like you know nine months eighteen months whatever. Uh, so uh, look, it's. Uh, yeah, you know, it's the sort of thing where I, I don't think Google uh, Google is very trust trusted anymore. I think a lot of their users have kind of uh, uh, are getting a bit you know sick of their uh, their antics with you know starting up services and then shutting them down uh, because right. they don't do very well. And you know, it's it's, it's one thing to kind of you know pr- provide a lot of services that work really well and stick around for a really long time. And look, every all of the services that we use today are eventually going to go away. Like Facebook and Twitter, eventually will will uh, shrivel up and die, despite the fact that they're enormous now. And they'll um, be replaced by MySpace 2.0. Well, they my, my MySpace 2.0 already tried that one. Uh, didn't work out for them. Maybe MySpace MySpace 3.0 will work out better. That sounds right to me. Well, we'll we'll be on the edge of our seat waiting for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, in in uh, more happier news, uh, this week uh, we we were talking about Doctor Who last week. Uh, actually, did you did you make any progress on that between uh, between last week and this week? Mm, what, what do you think? <laughs> I I put my money on no. Mm. I I felt like you weren't even going to hadn't even watched a single episode. Uh, 
between between then and now. Yeah, you're right. Yes, <laughs> but but if it, if it if it makes the uh, the opposite, you know, the, the people you bet against, so to speak, uh, if it makes them feel any better. I did I did consider it once. Ha <laughs> ha. There was a point. There was a point where I was motivated to do it, and then I don't remember something else happened, so that we couldn't actually watch it. But but I was I was motivated. I was ready. Well, uh, you've run out of time. The uh, the it's it's coming back this weekend, and I'm no, very I, much I, looking I, forward to it. I mean, I can I can still watch them all in time. Uh, you'd have to watch them all at the same time <laughs> in order to do that. I think, or at least you could stagger them maybe a little bit. But I think, yeah, you'd have to be mo- watching multiple episodes at once. That might not be the best uh, experience for you. I, I could just watch them all in like double speed. You could, you could. Uh, that would also probably not be the best experience for you. <laughs> uh, anyway, it comes back this weekend, uh, and earlier this week, uh, BBC released a prequel for this upcoming episode. They've done this a little bit uh, for previous uh, like previous se- season openers and that sort of thing, uh, and the Christmas episodes and stuff, uh, where they just have like a little a little uh, scene, I guess, uh, between between some of the characters. They had this for the Christmas episode, uh, just before the Christmas episode last year, and they've done it again with uh, with the Bells of Saint John, which is the title for the episode this weekend. Uh, it features you know the the, the doctor uh, obviously uh sit, sitting on a swing and uh kind of mourning the fact that he can't find clara and yeah and then he meets somebody uh kind of interesting uh i won't spoil that for people who wish to watch it you can uh, you can go and watch it i've i've linked up uh, an article uh from huffington post which has uh both the uh has the uh the prequel and uh a bunch of uh, images for the different uh, episodes uh, in this these upcoming uh, uh, slots. I don't know in the upcoming half season. Uh, so you can head over head over there to to watch it. I'll throw that in the show notes for you. And sorry, I didn't know you said it. Is it is it a prequel to just this season? So is it kind of just in between the two? It's 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 a prequel to just this episode. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it's so I guess to this you know to these this season, but it's it's specifically for this particular episode. Uh, they did the same thing with the Christmas episode uh, last year. They had a, a very short scene uh, that they filmed, which really I mean it didn't really fit in kind of with the uh, like with the full story, but it like it was like a it was just kind of a teaser for for that particular story, and it's a scene that they don't show in the actual episode. Uh, so. So they're worth watching the little the little prequels. They they're, they're kind of interesting. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So so very much, so very much. And Bean, I'm so disappointed in you for not for not catching up. All right, how about this? I promise to be caught up by the time the next season starts. All right, I I can I can deal with that. Although I'd like for it, I, I'd like to be able to talk about some of the 50th anniversary stuff that happens later on this year. Can you do that? Well, when does that happen? <laughs> I'm not actually sure off the top of my head, but it's uh, it's 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 after the season ends. So if you can be if you can be caught up by the end of this season, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> so in other uh, entertainment stuff, news, the like, uh, there was a TV spot that dropped this week for Iron Man three. Uh, did you see that? Of course not. If I saw it, then how would you? You know, you wouldn't feel comfortable explaining it to me. Oh, well, I get to explain it to you. Th- this has a very particular, uh, a very interesting uh, development. We've we've seen a lot of development over the course of the the you know the the 
I guess uh, the last few trailers and that sort of stuff where we we uh, discovered that you know uh, Tony Stark now controls his can control the armor like with thought I guess mm. uh, and then you know he's also got you know a big range of armor there's a whole like you know I think there's like 40 something uh, suits of armor so there's that uh, which we discovered uh, in the last at the end of the last trailer really and this TV spot brings something new so if you might if you remember uh from the previous trailers all the previous trailers have had this shot where uh tony stark is like tony stark's house is is falling down around him and he is on the ground like on his back and one of his suits of armor comes and kind of stoops over him and like and uh gets like hit in the back by by some falling debris if you remember that, then you will be very uh, surprised, probably, to hear that it's uh, the suit of armor isn't empty, which is what most people thought when they saw that for the first time, because that's what was suggested, that it was just uh, Tony was uh, inadvertently, you know, controlling his armor and, and uh, without actually being in it. But right. it has somebody in it, and it's not, it's not his pal, his pal, uh, War Machine. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I forgot who it was we, for a second. We've we've already started the uh, forgetfulness. We've already started the forgetfulness. It's not his pal Rhodey. It's not his pal. It's not. It's not. It's not War Machine, uh, who in this upcoming uh, movie will be donning the uh, the Iron Patriot armor. Uh, so it's not him. It is actually, in fact, Pepper Potts. What I know, right? So, yes. uh, so she is. De- she is going to be uh, donning some Iron Man. Armor, Iron Woman, Iron armor? Woman, yeah, I, Iron Person, uh, Iron, gender neutral, yeah, Iron Person armor. Uh, so that will be uh, that'll be an interesting uh, look. Let's be honest, I, I'm super excited about this movie. I uh, immediately went and uh, booked op- like opening night tickets for it uh, f- for um, you know for myself and uh, my wife, and you know we're we're hundred percent excited to see this uh, movie. Uh, this this is very interesting, uh, a very interesting development. I'm it just makes me want to see it more and more, uh, and it's it's awesome because apparently we're in Australia, we're actually getting it like a week before the the United States. Well, which it's it's just for you, Jelly. It they is. Said, they said we're gonna make sure he gets something special with this. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I I hate it when really I like I like it for it to still be the sort of situation where it just gets released everywhere at the same time. Uh, but it is nice that sometimes, like Australia, which typically gets left uh, left to last in these sort of things, uh, is getting is getting an early uh, an early launch for it. And we've got it for a few different movies uh, f- this year. I think um, there's another one that's coming up that is um, is dropping like a week early. Uh, Star Trek. Star Trek is dropping a week early here as well. Uh, so you know we're, we're getting a few movies here early, which is kind of nice. And I think it's probably so that we don't uh, pirate them. <laughs> That's smart thinking on their part. Indeed, indeed. So, so there's that movie, but also there is another movie that is uh, that has dropped a trailer this week, uh, and it's The Wolverine. Yeah. Now, uh, if you remember the last movie, uh, and you'll probably find yourself on the floor, you curled up in the fetal position, rocking back and <laughs> forwards, because uh, the the last movie was, let's be honest, it was pretty awful. Yes, it was. Uh, so. Um, with that in mind, it was very kind of, it was odd. It was almost very, 
strange to see a studio putting money behind a uh, a sequel for the for this particular franchise or sub franchise, I guess. <laughs> uh you know the the spin off franchise uh, right. for the Wolverine movies. I mean, let's like Wolverine is a a, a favored character in in the whole uh, in the whole X Men universe, but uh, the the last movie just didn't really uh, didn't really win them any favors. But I, I I think it was one of those things though is that well it wasn't a great it wasn't a good movie. It it made a lot of money still because people still went and saw it because they said oh oh boy a Wolverine movie. Yeah, true. And that that's really what they care about. It's it's not. Did people like this movie? It's did people spend money on this movie? Right, that's that's very true. Uh, needless to say, uh, it's it's strange that uh, I I find it strange that they that they even bothered to 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 uh to do a sequel. But the trailer for this actually looks really good. I agree. I think what's good it, it's I'm just trying to think of how how to describe my feelings. Um, it it doesn't look cheesy. Like the way the first one was. Yes. Yes. Like it. It looks like it's a proper, or I guess as 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 proper as you can get for a, you know, superhero movie. Right. Where you know, like I guess it's one where you you have to take a bit of liberty because it's not like you can say it's Batman, where at least you can sort of believe it could really happen. You know, with Wolverine, you have to, there there's there still needs to be that grain of salt taken. You know, okay, you know, healing factor, claws come out of his hands. But still, it looked good. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, look, it, looked, it looked a little less out there. Right, right. So, one of the things that I found, I f- I'm finding very interesting uh, with, with the, uh, because obviously with the trailer, some of the, some of the, uh, the story dropped as well of, you know, what, what, what we're actually going to be watching when this comes out. And part of it is going to be a... Uh, like it, he he loses his his healing factor and becomes mortal again, which I I think it it kind of steps steps it up a little bit, makes it uh makes it far more interesting. Given that I mean we've we've seen Wolver like we've seen him you know do all sorts of stuff and uh you know fly in the face of you know uh, the the Dark Phoenix you know ripping everybody to 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 tiny little shreds uh and you know he he just kind of comes through it and he's fine right. Yeah. Uh, but in this particular movie, he's going to be very vulnerable. Vulnerable, and uh, I think it adds adds interest to the to the story. I do. I, I, I'm just hoping that they don't. I don't see another line, or we don't hear another line where it's, well, "Are you drinking to forget?" No, I'm drinking to remember. Indeed, which Indeed. is which is awful. But the problem is that's that's what I remember from the first movie. <laughs> <laughs> see, I just remember the the one where he kind of he the the helicopter crash in the in the first movie. Oh. Yes, it was yes. Weird. Is, it was... is that the one where he he uses his cigarette to light the? Yeah. Yes. Okay. To, to light the the gas or the oil or whatever it was supposed to be. It was just just no, just yeah. just guys, really, <laughs> please. <sighs> but I, I also noticed uh, from I guess listening to the trailer that you could hear a bit of uh, Ken Watanabe, who is apparently Hollywood's favorite you know uh, Japanese actor who's been in everything recently. Oh really? I didn't I didn't actually pick up on that. Yeah, the at least is what it sounds like to me. I, I could be totally wrong, but I, I'm relatively sure that's who it is because that's that's the guy who's doing essentially the voiceover for the uh, for the trailer. Aha, uh-huh. right. Um, but yeah, so I mean that's interesting because I mean he's 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 I, I've liked him in everything I've seen him in. Um, hmm. So even you know it's, it's good to have him, I guess, as a supporting cast member. 
Indeed, and look, there's plenty of explosions, and uh, there was a there was a fight scene that was happening on the top of a of a high speed train. Uh, so there's going to be plenty of uh, crazy uh, action sequences and stuff. Uh, I think I think it's it's I'm not quite as excited about it as I am about uh, about Star Trek and uh, Iron Man three. Right. But I uh, I do find like, I do find it kind of interesting, and uh, I'm I'm looking forward to being able to uh, to take a look at uh, what they have for us. Yeah, well, you know what? What I'm waiting for is for the the, the rights to the X Men and Fantastic Four franchises to go back to Marvel. Yeah, we'll see. Because I, I feel like all the all those movies, and and even the Spider Man's like they they've they've kind of rang you know gone gone all over the place like some of them have been okay and some of them have been really terrible but none of them have ever been like really really good the same way that like the more recent marvel movies have been right well, the thing is is that uh if i remember correctly uh part of the reason that they uh rushed out spider-man uh the amazing spider-man was because the rights were going to be to revert to marvel uh, and Sony didn't want that. Sony wanted to keep them for themselves. So, uh, so, and by doing, by creating the movie by a certain point, uh, it opened them up to having, uh, having, uh, the rights extension, for an extension yeah. for, for extended amount of time. And I'm fairly certain that the same thing happened with, uh, with, with Paramount. Uh, and it is, it is Paramount that's doing, uh, Wolverine, isn't it? No, it's Fox. It's Fox yeah. that's doing Wolverine. Fox has X-Men, Sony has Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, Fox might also have Fantastic Four, I don't remember. I'm fairly certain that Fox also has Fantastic Four. Uh and they are working on a uh they are working on a reboot for that as well. Uh if I if I re- if I recall correctly. Um and let's let's just hope that it's better than the the, the two previous ones because they were they it, as bad as Wolverine was, they were they were Probably worse, I think. I I can proudly say I've never seen them. Like I steered clear because I could tell how terrible they looked just from trailers, and I'm like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't. It was one of those where I I didn't want to walk in there, and and walk out going, why did I just waste my money and my time seeing that? Like at, le- at, <coughs> at least with the um, you know, the X Men's and the Spider Man's, like I I think I'm I'm more excited. Like I want it to be good. Like I I can't not I can't not see them. <laughs> But I yeah. could I could I could hold myself back from uh from Fantastic Four. Yeah, well, I mean, X Men X Men is a pretty big franchise. I I would say that I'd be far more interested in seeing X Men over Fantastic Four any day. So I'm completely with you, uh, completely with you on that. Yeah. Uh. So so yeah, that's uh that's that's all the in, the the movie slash television news that I've got this week. I think it's probably all the movie slash television news that anyone's got, because that's all of it. <laughs> That's that's the whole lot. Dude, every all the other blogs can shut down because we've just we've just talked about it all in twenty minutes. Good exactly times. right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so what else have we got in uh, in in the uh, in the news this week, Bean? Um, I, I guess something that's it's a bit interesting, and it, it's local. Well, local in the sense that you know Australia, not locals, and near us in Australia. Right. Uh, but a store in uh, Queensland has started charging people a browsing fee because they keep having people who walk in there, check out the merchandise, and then go buy it online for cheap, for cheaps. Yeah, I saw I saw that uh, Thursday, Wednesday. I think I saw it on Wednesday. And uh, I don't I don't know how what to think of that. What do you what do you think about that? 
Well, okay. Do you want to know if I think it's a good idea or if I think that it's, you know, legal or whatever? <laughs> Go either way. Either... Okay. Hit me. Uh, we'll start with, I guess we'll start with legality. They can do whatever they want because it's, it's their business. Right. You know, so if, if they want to charge people a $5, what essentially becomes a $5 entry fee, they totally can. But all that means is no one's going to come into the store. Right. Because if you're going to go in, like, I'm I'm just struggling to even understand how they plan to make this work, right? Uh, so, it's, the, the particular store is uh, something called Celiac Supplies. It's a gluten-free supermarket, right? Right. Uh, and, like, it, it's it's... If you're going to, like, generally when you go shopping for groceries and that sort of stuff, you know what you're going to look like, what you're going for. Uh, but what happens if you go in there and you pay your five bucks and they don't have it in stock? That's true. Uh, okay, so uh, another another situation might be uh, what happens if you go in there and you don't realize that there's a $5 uh, fee and they come up to you and they say... Like and you you just start looking around and they come up to you and they say, uh, you know you need to pay the fee. It's five dollars and you go, oh, I didn't know. Like, are you allowed to leave? Uh, or, or, or are they hold you or down? Are they going to the going to they they're going to force you to pay the five bucks? Uh, in order to do it, it, it just seems troublesome. Uh, and it seems like the sort of thing where they would need to really, uh, you know, make sure that people know that if they're going to go in there and even and look at things, it's uh, it's going to cost them money. And so the thing is, if they're worried that people are going to uh, are coming in, finding the product, and then going online and buying the product, what's to stop people from going? Oh, you're going to charge me five bucks? I'll save myself a trip to the shops and I'll just look online. Right. It just right, and, and don't even bother going in where you could possibly buy something. Yeah, from. yeah. I I feel like this is not necessarily a a good thing. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> one of the things is that they have to be super upfront about the charge. Like you, you, if they let you get inside and then they say, "Oh, by the way, you need to pay us five bucks now." Like that's not that's not going to work. No, of course not. Because because like like you said, what are they going to do if you say no? Are, are they going to hold you down and? you know, call the cops until you pay. Like, that that doesn't seem like it's really going to happen. So <clears throat> it'd have to be something where they have, you know, they're going to essentially have to, <laughs> to to pay for a bouncer to stand outside the store. Mm. And he's going to, you know, go, oh, you're entering? That's five bucks, please. And then you won't go inside. And it's it, it, they were saying that when you actually make the purchase, they'll, you know, give you back your money. But but still, you need, you know, someone needs to, <laughs> you know, someone needs to be collecting that money before you get in, you know, for for that whole thing to work. So they 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 give you back the money after you've purchased something. Correct. So I don't know that the whole thing just seems really silly. Like it just seems like somebody going, "I want to think like let me think about how I can make some money off just the regular people that are coming into the shop just to just to see what we've got." Oh, I know. <laughs> we'll just charge everybody an entry fee to come in. It just seems like like a a like a, a grab for, for, for extra extra revenue and all it will do is just stop people from even bothering to go into the store. Uh, people are going to purchase their celiac supplies online uh, at other stores possibly. Um, right. I just, I don't see it as, as being uh, 
bring any good. And like, what do 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 they like? I I don't know. Just the whole the whole thing. I just just it just I I'm I'm struggling to even understand how it works. Like, and it's not because you know I I don't understand the details. It's just that like it doesn't. It doesn't really make any sense. It really just doesn't. And I think that a lot of the news that I've seen about this uh, around, um, it's kind of the same thing where we're like, oh, okay, uh, that's different. Okay. <laughs> and that's kind of the situ- like, that's kind of how everybody seems to feel about this. So uh, I'm kind of, and I kind of agree with everybody else, I guess. Well, yeah. And the other thing is, What's what's the next step? Are they going to charge you if you ask, you know, above your allotted amount of questions because you're taking up too much of their time? Right. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, is, is it the, is, is the $5 get you the ability to browse and, like, two free questions to the staff about the products? Yeah. Yeah. See, this, like, this all this does is just adds a level of, uh, of you know, a, a restriction between you and purchasing something. And really, there, should, there, should there be any restriction? I don't think there should. Like, I don't really think that it works in their best interest to have any restrictions between somebody who wants to come in and buy something and them actually purchasing something. Like, the more trouble that somebody has to go through in order to do, like, to purchase a product, the less likely they are to actually purchase it, right? I mean, that's that's yeah. common sense. Because it's just how it works, and especially if you know, if I if I have to pay five bucks to go into a store over here, like to to go into this store, and I could just you know go and find something that's roughly the same uh, online or at another store somewhere that I don't have to pay five bucks to get into, like it just it just seems like it, it all it will do is drive people away, and I don't think that that's uh, I don't think that's good for the, their business at all. Yeah. Well, and then here's the next question: Is it is it cash? Is that charge cash only? Are, are they going to have a little you know FPOS machine? Out right. The front? So if you have, so mm-hmm. say that you're you've gone to the shop to buy uh, to buy some something uh, you know gluten free pasta or something, and you need pasta because you're going which which I want to point out tastes yes, disgusting. It does. Uh, pretty much anything gluten free tastes disgusting. It's one of those. It's just one of those yeah. things. Uh, <laughs> So you know you you want to go and you buy want to buy gluten free pasta, uh, and you, you can't get it anywhere but this place in this is this this town. Uh, just uh, like this is just an assumption, and or, or rather a, a, for a what if, and you get to the shop and you try to go in and they say no you have to pay five bucks and you go well I don't have any cash on me do you take card. And even then, like, if they're going to refund the money, that means that they have to refund the credit card, right? Uh, that's that's how the credit yeah. cards work. If like if you, uh, like they, this just generally how stores like this work. So you know they take money from the credit card and then they have to put it back, which means that your credit card is now down, like essentially going to have a five dollar debit on it for the next three six days or something. I think it's six days actually. Uh, so if you go if you go to that shop regularly then, like, essentially, you're going to always have less than, you know, less money. Like, uh, you're going to have, like, you know, 30 bucks uh, just sitting around on your card that, you know, uh, like, that just you never have because you, you, you're going to this you're going to this shop uh, and having to pay yeah, their well, fee. Well, let, let, let's say they don't 
refund it per se, but actually just give you a discount on whatever you right. purchase. You know, so you go in there, you spend the five bucks to get in, you buy a ten dollar item, and it only costs right. you five. They're still eating the credit card fees, and now they're eating two of them if that's the case. And you know, for for a business like that, that that can add up. You know, if if, it, if it's a couple percentage. So a couple percentage points of a large amount is still a very large yeah, amount. Yeah, you know? no, and credit card fees aren't aren't small either. Like they are usually like they're usually like a uh, a, a, a like a a single fee, like you know ten twenty cents, and then a and then a, a percentage on top of that, which adds up. All right, it adds up, and so for five bu- for five bucks, you know they might uh, they might lose out on like a dollar. Uh, and quite easily they like they'll lose out lose out on you know a, f- a fair chunk of money. So it just seems like it's the sort of thing where I I, I can't even th- I can't even comprehend how they considered this to be a good idea. Uh, <laughs> it just it just seems really strange, really strange. Yeah, and and the um the the store manager mentions that uh like she she goes like I'm not here to dispense a charity service for Coles and Woolworths to make money. Well, that that implies that. These people are going to Coles and you know Coles and Woolies to actually get these products. So if if they're going next door because the prices are cheaper, maybe your prices are too high. You know, maybe the the smart idea is to low you know cut cut down some overhead, lower the prices as opposed to charge the customers yeah, even right. more. I I feel exactly that the same way. Like I I don't I don't think I can't. I I really just can't understand this. I really just can't because if there is a Coles and Woolworths, which which it seems to be very much the case that there is uh, in the location, the same kind of area as this shop, it just means that people are going to go there instead. Like they're just going to not even bother to go into the store uh, unless you know, unless for some reason Coles and Woolworths don't have that item. Like, just the sort of thing like I go when I go to the shop right like if I go down to a shop to buy something anything in particular let's say that I wanted to buy uh, I, you know I wanted to buy a little cable for the com- for the computer like a um, like a like a cable to plug in a hard drive and uh, so I go I would go to like JB Hi-Fi and see if they had it then if they didn't have it then I might go to to Dick Smith's and see if they had it instead uh, if they don't have it then I might you know go to there's you know there's a couple of little computer stores around and I might go and see if they've got it there and uh you know if if like and eventually I you know I might check on uh, I might check online if I if I don't like if I don't really need it that particular day right in the, so in that case if I had gone to like if if I had to go to a shop and pay an entry fee to get in and not been able to find what I'm looking for I just I just don't see why how that would really work like what am I supposed to go oh well you don't you don't have the product can I have my 5 bucks back because like like oh, I I came in here looking for a particular item, or are they going to be able to? You're going to be able to ask like so that the person at the front before you go in. Okay, have you got this item? I want to go in and buy it. Right. Right. Uh, like it just it it just all it does is just kind of add restrictions, and uh, restrictions aren't great for people uh, who just want to buy like who just want to buy some specific stuff. And I, I feel like this is going to alienate people. Uh, and I mean. Just make you know make it harder to buy things, and like I said, that's that's yeah. not good. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's a I think it's a bad. It's you know I I, I was reading uh, on one of the blog posts about this. I was reading through the comments. People were like, well, maybe they they subscribe to the thought that you know all all publicity is good publicity, but I can't see this being good publicity in any way. No, I can't see this being good publicity at all. Uh, 
all it just kind of does is bring uh, like most of the people most of the stories right that have have uh, been talking about this uh this story most of the most of the play, most of the journalists who've been <laughs> have been writing stories about this have barely even mentioned the fact like mentioned the store and even then it's it's uh it's in this town where it's like i don't know it's in queensland somewhere i'm i'm looking it up on maps right now cuz I, I, I don't actually know where it is uh but it seems it seems to be strange that it's come on google maps so okay so it's 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 actually in brisbane right it's just a it must be in a suburb in brisbane Okay. Uh, yeah, which just kind of even like it just adds more questions, right? Because if this particular shop is in the middle of Brisbane, then surely that means there are other stores that people can just go to. It just seems really stupid. Every, no, no matter what I look up about this whole story, it just seems like it was just a really dumb idea. And I feel yeah. like in like in three weeks there'll be a tiny little news article in it, like in you know in a in the paper somewhere it was like you know uh that you know this store re- like uh removes its policy for you know spending money uh, to 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 go in and nobody will talk about it again like it would just like it's it's yeah. nobody really cares about the fact that, about this shop uh they just care about the fact that it's really weird that you have to charge money to for people to come in and uh and just even look at things it's yeah just a terrible business practice really terrible I, see, here's the thing. I wonder if uh, if Yahoo had to pay a five dollar browsing fee before they bought Sumly. Do you, what, what do you think? Well, I think considering they bought it for like thirty million, <laughs> the five dollars probably wasn't really, really that true. Important. It's true. So this week, another more more Aussie news, and uh, and I know you know about this. So uh, so Yahoo bought uh, Sumly this week. S U M double sorry S U double M L Y. It's an iPhone. Uh, an iOS app, which is for summarizing uh, news articles. It doesn't do anything very fancy or anything like that. All it does is take uh, is take like the the summaries that are already on like on most news sites of articles uh, and just display them instead, so that you can just kind of flip through and see, you know, get an idea of what's going on in the news uh, just on your iPhone, right. uh, which is. It's it's kind of like okay that would be have been common sense. Uh, it was developed by a guy who was when he started fifteen. Fifteen, right? And that that was that was what two yeah, years ago. Yeah, so I think? he's he's like seventeen now. So uh, he he I think he was he was born in uh, in the UK and uh, grew up here in Australia, and uh, yeah, so. He had like he had a team and investors and stuff like that, but uh, you know he he basically you know he's now a millionaire and he is younger than I am when I like younger than I was when I moved <laughs> out of home, <laughs> like it just it boggles my mind, uh, you know. And, and the more important question is, why aren't we getting yeah, that like, kind of money? I've I've developed apps, Yahoo, buy mine, buy my app. And and I I think I think I can you know I'll, I'll I can speak for you when I say if someone wanted to buy the you know Jelly Style Media name for thirty million dollars 
you'd probably sell it. Definitely sell it for thirty million dollars. Uh, that being said, I have actually, I, I have actually been approached for somebody to buy the Jelly Style name, and uh, I, t- I turned them down because they they just wanted it for free. I was like, yeah, that's not happening. It's not even it's not <laughs> even worth the the trouble of go- that I'd have to go through in order to uh, to give them the domain name and stuff. I it just yeah, like uh, it just wasn't going to happen, and. Uh, but thirty million dollars, like so, he's not going to get all the money, right? He has because he has investors and stuff. Uh, investors get paid back, and uh, and and they usually get paid back. Yeah, they quite they a get bit. paid like, it's back not just, more. It's not just you know the the million they supported. It, it it's like you know it might be fifty yeah, percent. Right. So you know that that could be you know fifteen of the thirty million right, right so, there. So you know he's he's not going to get all of the money because they they get back uh, <laughs> you know they get back their money with 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 interest obviously uh well not not really interest in more you know they get back uh they get back money that made it worthwhile for them to invest in the guy yeah. in the first place. Right. Right. I, I think I think usually when you accept things like that you're essentially you're giving them a percentage yeah, yeah, right. of the company. Um so so, so yeah, uh, you know they get they get back they'll probably get back quite a bit of uh quite a bit of money. Uh, anybody that was involved in actually developing uh developing the app and helping you know and set and and helping out with it uh so the so the you know development team or whatever uh they'll also get money as well because obviously they you know by by you know by by joining the the company um uh, they they get a little bit of that as well uh. So you know he doesn't get like so it's there's not some you know some seventeen year old kid who now you know has a full thirty million dollars, but you know even then like he's gonna have he's gonna have a fair percentage of that like he's gonna he's gonna have more of that yeah. than say anybody like any other individual uh, will get out of that out of that purchase, and it's, right. that's just amazing. And, and actually, I, I was just re- re- looking at the article. Is it's it's thirty million is is the the minimum that it'll be. Uh, because like the the actual numbers haven't been released, but it's anywhere it says between twenty nine million and fifty eight oh, wow. million. So so he could actually still be walking away right. with thirty million. That's just that's just outstanding. Like that's uh, that's wow. It's but you know it, it's one of the, it's one of those weird things. The people um and when when i first heard this news i was talking to my my boss about it we we had a little bit of discussion essentially what we've the summary of that discussion while we're talking about a an yep. app that summarizes is that people who have the drive to to get like you know who have the drive who would actually get this money aren't the type who are just going to quit right there like their their drive usually yep. doesn't disappear so he he might walk away with 30 million but he's not he's not going to stop like so he's going to keep you know, more than likely, we're gonna. This isn't gonna be the end for for his. Yeah, his so app we'll, we'll see something in in several months where he has you know used his he's put his money towards uh, developing something new. Uh, that t- that is typically what happens. You're right. Uh, so he, you know, it's very likely that we will see something from the guy who made uh, who made Sunly uh, originally, and uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what becomes of him. Yeah, man, and uh, you know if if he wants to give ten million to Jelly and Bean, he totally can. He totally can. He totally can, and I will use it to buy more Apple things. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Right. So uh, I don't know if you heard, but uh, Microsoft ran into some uh, privacy issues. Oh, Microsoft. Um, uh. Well, they, they've been pretty good with with this type of thing. Like you don't normally hear about. I guess slip ups with this thing anyway. You hear, you hear about slip ups that cost them, you know, 
billions of dollars in the, Euro in the European Union, but not this. Yeah, right. Um, so what happened was the uh, Microsoft UK, uh, some people were, I guess, voting for, I think it's the like Xbox Entertainment Awards, um, and they had their name, email address, Xbox gamer tag, and date of birth published. I, I think it was published on the site where the voting was happening, so it wasn't like, you know, just some other random site. So I think you had to be logged in to, you know, Microsoft account with, you know, all that kind of stuff to see it. But still, they had all that information published. Uh, right. Microsoft, you know, as soon as they knew, they they took it down, but still, it's, you know, something you don't want any of your information published ever. No, but, not really. You know, uh, but what Microsoft has done is they've given all the people, uh, wow, well, well, I'm really bad at this. I don't, I don't remember if it was all the people involved or just everybody. <laughs> well, it just seems to be the gamers. Uh, the yeah. UK okay. Gamers. So, so the, all right. So the UK gamers who were personally affected by this. So I guess the ones whose information was released, he, they gave them 1,600 Microsoft points as a gesture of apology. Um, okay. So that's that's I think. 25 Australian dollars, something like that is what was what that what's that worth? Yeah, I have no idea. I, I can never I can never make the the math uh work in my head between Microsoft points and and dollars. It's uh well, it, it, mm -hmm. well, it's because it's also different in what country you're in. Like in the US, 1600 yeah. points is 20 bucks, but here I think it's like 25 26 dollars. So anyway, the point is, is that enough? I mean, like it's it's that's that's not me, you know, questioning because I'm saying like you know sarcastically asking. That's me actually asking, you know, what what's the proper response for something like this? Like, should you expect twenty bucks? Is 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 it worth more than that? Is it worth less than that? I don't know. Like it it seems like it's the sort of thing, right? Where they like it. it the, I mean, I'm I'm looking at this article that you've that you've uh, you've you've linked us to, and uh, we'll throw this in the show notes, obviously. Uh, so, it it says that. Uh so the the quote from Microsoft says uh, the voting app inadvertently disclosed a limited num amount of participants' personal data for a brief time to a non-public web page. So it was non-public, right? Right. So it's not like it was published to the front, like to the Microsoft homepage or anything. It was published right. to something where you possibly had to be logged in. Uh, yeah, it was probably you know the the results of the voting. Right. You know, you'd go there and you'd see the, you know, 37 people voted for this and then here's all their names. You know? And like, really, like, okay, so it, they disclosed uh, name. So actual name, I guess, or maybe like the name that, pe like the display name that people put in, which isn't necessarily always people's actual names. Right. Uh, email address. Okay. Gamer tag and date of birth. The date of birth thing is really, uh, really kind of scary. Uh, I don't like people knowing my date of birth. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, so, I mean, th th there is some kind of scary information and really, uh, like, you know, it it's the sort of thing where you'd be, it, it f sounds really, like, really personal, but, I mean, again, like, it it's, it's not the sort of thing that you can use to just break into somebody's account or take over their life, really. I mean, you might be able to find a little bit more information about them because you can identify ex who exactly they are, right. uh, but... Like it, 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 like on its own, uh, it, it wouldn't be able to be used for that sort of sort of thing. And again, it's it was behind, like it was, it was essentially behind some sort of, uh, some sort of like login or or, or whatever because it was non-public. So, mm, 
I don't know. Twenty five bucks seems probably. Uh, I mean, I mean, it, it might feel like it's you know logically it probably makes sense for somebody who is actually like a real privacy uh, is a bit privacy crazy, which there are plenty of people out there who are. Uh, <laughs> hi, hi, all you people who are privacy crazy. Uh, you know, we, we don't actually think you're crazy. It's just there's not really a better word to use for that. Uh, also, you possibly might be a little bit crazy. Uh, <laughs> um, so, you know, it, it to, to somebody like that, it might feel a little bit more, like, insulting. Like, oh, you, you published my name and my email address and my date of birth and you're going to give me 25 bucks for the privilege? Like, right. thanks. Like, I, I feel like there's probably going to be a little bit of, uh, of a, you know, people go, kind of that get that feel a bit disgruntled about the whole thing. But, I mean, here's the thing. Like, it seems that Microsoft has done this uh, without any sort of... Um, Outside pressure. Yeah, without prompting. Yeah. It's not like they were taken to court and had to do it or or whatever. And like, if you join in like a like a a big you know class action suit, right? You when you join one of those things, you're only going to get back a, a small amount of money as well. Like it's never like you know these suits like this. Even if somebody did bring a class action suit against Microsoft, got everybody to join up and get you know, and they got like you know. A, a, a million dollars or whatever. I don't like. I don't actually know how much. How many gamers? Two thousand gamers. Over two thousand gamers. All right. So a million divided by two thousand. Uh, it's. I have no clue. I can't do math. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually doing the math on the computer because I. We, I think we've covered this before. Uh, I don't really do. I, I don't really do maths in my head. Uh, <laughs> so a million. Five hundred. It's five hundred. Uh, so that's five hundred to everybody. Like to to each individual person. Uh, and that's, and that's of course assuming that's the lawyers assuming don't take that, anything. Yeah, the lawyers don't well, obviously would take money from that. Uh, and depending, and generally, lawyer fees depend on the size of the win, uh, and uh, you know how much time and effort that they, it takes for them to actually win this stuff. So, in in like the result is honestly the result is probably going to be about would be about the same if there was a, if there was a lawsuit. Right. Right. I I really don't think that. I really don't think that anybody would get any more money out of this than 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 say twenty five bucks. So I, I think the fact that they've kind of they've been upfront about it, uh, especially with the stuff that they've had in uh, had the problems that they've had in like in uh, in Europe uh, that we talked about was it last week with the with the European Union thing and the the browser choice. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's a really good thing on their part that they've come out and they've done this. Like that, they've you know they've made the effort to go. Okay. We screwed up, you know. Uh, the, we we don't have a way to make this better. But here's twenty five. You know, here's sixteen hundred Microsoft points. Uh, hopefully that will. Uh, ho- hopefully that will ease the pain. Right. <laughs> and I I think that's I think that's a fair thing to say. Uh, like I think that's a fair thing for them to have done. Yeah, I agree, and I guess it's one of those things. It, it might be different if we were one of the ones involved, right? You know, but I, I think I guess from from the the outside perspective, you're right. It does feel like Microsoft is kind of you know, I guess taking the lead on this. They're they're not pushing it. They're not saying, oh, it's not our fault. It's you know, it's the user's fault because they hit the wrong button. You know, yeah, so they're just going, all right, yep, we messed up. Here's here's this. You know, we'll fix it. And that's and that's part of it. Like they've they've clearly like they clearly are saying that you know we we messed we messed up like uh i mean they don't say it in so many words but they definitely do say that you know it was it was our fault we apologize uh we sincerely apologize they say 
uh, and we immediate, took immediate steps to remove the application uh, so that it was all shut down. Uh, and like so, so now you know people uh, people's information is back under lock and key. So it was a very a short period of time where it had to be it was actually available uh it ha- having just now read that it was actually on facebook so you know it's i i think yeah it's 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 very fair i think that they've they've done this and it just means that you know a lot of the a lot of people involved are probably going to log into their account and go oh oh i have uh i have 1600 microsoft points i wonder where that came from and they'll never right. know right so it's just yeah it's just one of those things hmm. Anyway, uh, with that in mind, I think that uh, we can uh, bring bring this week's episode to an end. I agree. I, I think that's a good point. We got we got a, a good range of topics. Hopefully, it'll the conversations will continue on Twitter and Facebook. The the conversations always continue on, on on and on and on, and uh, and we'll be back next week because we're we're so eager to have conversations that we have them every week. But only once a week because we're not too eager. Well, only once a week that we record, and uh, so you know, th- there there's the other this the other chat that we have every week that you know that we don't need to tell the listeners about because it's it's very uh, it's very personal and and uh, and loving, I guess. <laughs> anyway, well, that, that might be a step too far. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 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 so. Guys, if you want to read any of the articles that we've uh, we've kind of uh, procured for you over for, for this episode, uh, you can do that. You just jump onto our website, jellyandbean.co forward slash 18. You can get in contact with us uh, through the emails and uh, you do that by jumping onto the website as well. Uh, the, the form for filling out that you fill out to send an email to us uh, is at jellyandbean.co forward slash contact. Uh, Guys, iTunes is uh, iTunes is a, a way that we get lots of uh, lots of our listeners, and uh, it's it's always really helpful to have uh, a good rating on there. So, guys, if you if you're interested in uh, if you love uh, Julian Bean and you want to support us, I'm not asking for any money or anything like that because that would be really uh, awkward and I would feel really bad. But uh, guys, if you can go onto the to, onto iTunes and uh, give us a give us a rating for, uh, and tell us how you how you, uh, how much you like uh, the show, you can do that. Uh, the link for that is on the website jellyandbean.co. Um, and uh, every ra- every rating that goes up there is you know we we look we look at them. I look at them. I like to look at ratings, and uh, you can you can. Uh, you can you can help out Jillian Bean by by providing us with a rating. Uh, if you want to contact us uh, personally on the Twitter, we have we have uh, we both have Twitter accounts. I am at Jellybean Soup and Brandon is at Brandroid Attack. Guys, it's been great. It's been amazing. Uh, we will see you this time next week. Have a wonderful Easter and uh, a great uh, great long weekend. And we will uh, be back with more Jillian Bean. Bye.